Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Hello and welcome to Parsha's Yisro. Just going to share a couple of thoughts about Vilnagon on Parsha's Yisro. And we're going to focus on Maimon Harsinai, which happens in Yisro, and some interesting ideas about the Sarasa Dibros that he shares. So, the beginning of the Torah, Parsha, it says, Perak Yudtes Pasakei, If you listen to my voice, says Hashem, we shamartim as brisi, and you follow my covenant, referring to the mitzvos, the covenant with Hashem. So then you will be a unique nation, you'll be my treasure among all the other nations. Kal Yisrael will be different and special. Kili because I own the whole world, but you will be my special nation. And that is what happened. Kal Yisrael became a special nation. So the, so the Grub points out that there are three aspects of Kabbalah Satorah, three times that the Jews accepted the Torah, and three aspects. What is that? Number one is here. Vizimli Segula refers to, you will be my treasure because you accept to do my mitzvos. The Umos Olam have Sheva mitzvos today, Noach, the Noahide commandments. These are, the Jews accepted the 613 mitzvos of a Torah. And the second time was at Harsinai itself. And the third time, as when Moshe made a bris with them, a covenant with him, and they accepted the Torah. And says the Grah, these are hinted to in the bracha, Birch Torah, that we say every morning. We refer to these three aspects of Kabbalah Sator. Why? Because we say, Asher Bachar Hashem, you chose us from all the other nations. That refers to this Pasuk, that we were chosen, and we are special, Kal Yisrael, because we accepted the mitzvos. And then, that refers to the great event of Maimon Har Sinai, Baruch Hata Hashem, no Saint HaTorah is the third thing. What's HaTorah? Why with Hey Ayadia? Because it's the most important part of a Torah, so to speak, the Torah Shabal Peh that gets passed from Rebbe to Talmud. And that is the Torah that is no Saint, says the Gra. It's in the Hove, it's in the present, it's always being passed from Rebbe to Talmud, like the first mission in Perikah Evo says that Moshe Kibo Torah, Messina, Masrul Yoshua, etc., etc., all the way down to us. And so that's no Saint HaTorah. And those are the three aspects of Kabbalah Satorah. And the Gra says, Another thing elsewhere, and he actually ties into the Torah, but I'm not going to go into that specifically now because it's very detailed. But he says in general that Torah Shabbat you're not allowed to say it Baal Peh, the Gemara and Gittin tells us. And he says that's connected the Ayin, that corresponds to your eye. Your eye has to read the Torah Shabbat Osios Machkimos, like Chazal tell us. We don't actually know where that Chazal is. There's different disputes about what the source of that is. But nonetheless, that's the eye. Torah Shabbat Peh, the oral Torah can't be written down. Of course, we know that it was written down later because of Eislasoslashem, if you're a Torah Secha, so that the Torah will not be forgotten if we didn't imagine if we had to memorize 2,711 pages of Shas, which is how many pages we have today in our print. That would be a lot. So we have it written down, and that corresponds to the ears because your ears have to learn Torah, and the hint, the secrets of Torah, that corresponds to your heart. And so it says to grow, when you learn, you have to elevate and make holy your eyes, make holy your ears, and make holy your heart. That's how we learn with those three aspects. Okay, so moving on to another thought, which is when we look at the Asaras of Debros, there's a lot of beautiful ideas, and I'm going to share just a couple of them. So one of them is a very perplexing Gemara in Bava Kama. Um, the Gemara Bava Kama on Daf Nun Dalaman Bey says that Reb Hanina ben Agil asked Reb Chia bar Abba, why is it that in the Dibros Rishonos, in the first version of the Aserahs of Dibros, which is in our parsha of Yisro, it doesn't say the word Tov in them, whereas in the Dibros Achronos, the ones in Veschanan, all the way in Devarim, it does say Tov, and he's pr- referring to the Pasuk, 
And so that was the question. Okay, interesting question. So Ravchia Bar Abba answered, um, before you ask me why it, there's to, why the word tov is used in the second Dibros, why don't you first ask me if why don't you first ask me whether or not it actually does say tov? Because I don't know if it says tov or not. So this is a very odd Gemara. Now, Tosis says the thing that we don't really want to say, which is he says that there are some, there were some great people that didn't even know all the Pesukim. But that's very odd, because Chazal darshan all the Pesukim, and it's hard to understand what Tosis even means by that. So there's a Baal Turim on these Pesukim that actually has his Peshat, which is very fascinating, and I believe that if you study it well, it ties into the Gra. But I'm going to focus on the Gra right now. So the Gra says like this. He says, one second, we're not trying to compare the Pesukim, because there's many, many differences between the first Rishonah, the Dibros Rishonahs and Dibros Acharonahs, the ones in Yisro and the ones in Veschanan. For example, whether it says Zachar or Shamar for Shabbos, or whether it says Sheker or Shav, there's all different types of differences. That's not what's being asked. Um, what's being asked is the following. The Gemara Darshans that Laman Yitavlach means that you you should do keep it of aim so that you'll have a good life. But Olam Haza, the Gemara says, Laman Yitavlach means it'll be good for you in this world. And Barach Yam, you'll have a long life, Bolam Haba, that it refers to Olam Haba. And yet, in the Dibros Rishonos, it doesn't say anything about Arichos Yamim. Okay? If for Tov, it doesn't say the word Tov. It doesn't say the word good. It just says regular that you'll get Arichos Yamim, but it doesn't say Laman um, Yitavlach. So what's the Pshat? What does that mean? And so, what's going on over here is that Rav Hanina ben Agil was asking, one second, how do we understand these psukim? Is there some disparity of whether the mitzvah of Kirov Aim gives a person a richas yamim in, in this world and the next world, or what's going on? And so, what happened was, um, Rav Chia Bar Abba said back, hold on. He says, I hold like Rav Yaakov. And Rav Yaakov in the Gemara says very clearly, There is no reward in this world. So I wouldn't read any drasha to be referring to a reward in this world. The Rebbe Shalom doesn't give reward in this world, according to that Manda Amar. Remember, this is a dispute. Um, and so, for example, in, in Shalucha Kain, it says um, that one of Rav Yaakov's proofs is that someone could do Shalucha Kain and be doing Kibbutz of Aim and Shalucha Kain and die in the process. So what does that mean? The answer is that the Rebbe Shalom isn't giving him his reward in this world. Arichas Yavim means Olam Haba. It means he'll have a good Olam Haba for doing these mitzvahs. And so, therefore, I I don't agree with you that your interpretation of the word Tov refers to Olam Haza. That's what he was telling him. And therefore, he told him, Go to Rav Tanchum, Barachani Lai, because he's the Agadita man, and he is a Talmud Rishum and Levi, who knows Agad, who's the expert in Agadita, and both of them probably will read it, that it does refer to Olam Haza, and then they'll give you an answer. So that's, in fact, what he did. He went there and asked them this question. And he was told that the answer is, why doesn't it say Tov in the Dibros Rishonos? Because those were going to be smashed. And therefore, it would look like uh, good what the, that Tova was Shab, uh, Paska Tova Misrael. Someone might say that all good has been pulled away from Kalah Yisrael. What does that mean? What does that mean? So it says the girl, what that means is that what happened? The Luchos were smashed, and they went back up to Shemayim. So when it says the word Arichus Yamim, that, that's referring to Olam Haba. So it doesn't matter if it's only referring to Olam Haba in the in the Dibros Rishonos, that's what it means that you'll get a, a long life, but it didn't say the word Tov, which is an Olam Haza. So great, the Luchos promised a good life in the in, in Olam Haba 
Haba, and then they were smashed and they went back up to Shemayim, right? Because the holiness and the letters all went up. Only the rocks remained, only the sapphire, whatever it was, remained. And okay, so that's Olam Haba. But if it would have said the word Laman Yitavlach, then it would have seemed like, wait, what just happened here? There's no, there's no tov in Olam Haza. What's 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 the message? The the tov is is now being pulled away, and so therefore, that's that's what's going on. So obviously, this needs to be digested. But I just want to point out a couple of ideas. One of them is that when we read a Gemara, the the Gra has a beautiful explanation of what's going on in the Gemara itself. But the second one is just an interesting idea, and that is that when it comes to uh, Olam Haze. Why does it use the word Tov? Why does that refer to Olam Haze? And I believe the answer is because the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos says that Yafe Sha'achas and Olam Haze more than Kolchai Olam Haba. Now, what does that mean? How is one? It doesn't mean that the pleasure in this world is worth more. It means the value of opportunity that one has in this world is amazing because one second of Hirher Chuva could change a person for life and for eternity. And because the the world, our time here is so valuable, that is why it says the word tov. Of course, the the yom shakulo tov, yom shakulo arach is olam haba. But but when you're going to use the word tov to an, to a human being who is living in this world, we want him to understand and appreciate that this is a great opportunity. How valuable and precious life is every moment. The Gemara in Kedushin says, and Chazal say. How can the live person complain? It's enough that he's alive. Life is an opportunity to connect to Hashem. That's the tov. We should always remember that we're in a time of we're in a time period of tov. No matter what's happening, this is an opportunity to perfect ourselves. And the Rebbeinu Shalom is giving us that opportunity, which is yafe shaachas more than olam olam haba, because we're creating our olam haba in every moment. And when we live life with that perspective and recognize the opportunity of every moment of our life, it becomes a lot more meaningful. If Desar has a shot brought down from the altar of, I believe, Kelm. That it says hasayif sefer yarzukacha. So there's there's a medrash that says that the sword and the and the book came down together to say if you accept this then you won't have that or vice versa. What does that mean? So he says that it means that if a person's makabel of old malchus he learns Torah. That's the sefer. He learns the ultimate sefer, the ultimate book, the rebbeinu shalom's das. So then his life is worthwhile and he's saved from the sword because he lives forever. He he lives in the Torah. But if he goes for the sword, he goes for olam hazeh. He gets distracted and and he has nothing. And that's that's a shot and tov that we should recognize the opportunity of life. Every moment that we're alive, every moment that we're here, is the greatest opportunity of building our nitzchias. And that's the shot that we didn't want to say paska tovim Yisrael that maybe Hashem didn't took away that opportunity. No, each person, their life has a purpose and there's what to accomplish. There's an interesting gruff moving on in the pasuk of losirtzach, and we know that there's Tom Elyon and Tom Tachton. When you read it. Do you pronounce it losir tzach with a kamatz or losir tzach with a patach? And there's two different ways to read it. So the gra, of course, is the darshan, and every every word of Torah is important. He says that there's a difference, and the reason that it's written this way and pronounced in two different ways, depending on where it's being read, etc., different minhagim as well, is because there's two lessons that are being said here. What is that? It's being marames to a gemara in Avodazar. The gemara says in Yud Testament Beis, that what is it that a person who doesn't know how to poskin should not be poskining, and a person who does know how to poskin and refuses to help others is also a korban? Gemara says ki rabim chalolim hipila. He he miscarried many and caused a lot of death. That's a Talmud, a student that doesn't know how to poskin, but yet is doing it anyway. So he's considered a murderer. And va'atzumim kol haruga, and it is it is um, large all those that he's killing. That's a Talmud shegilora who's able to poskin and doesn't share. And so that's the pshat. 
that there's two types of murderers. One is someone who ha- who doesn't have knowledge and yet opens his mouth anyway and thinks he has. And the other one is someone who has knowledge and could share and could inspire others, but he closes his mouth and doesn't share. And, and says the gruff, that's what's being said over here. That the a kamatz means the person who squeezes closed and doesn't talk. He's also over on Loser itself because he could be inspiring other people by opening his mouth. And the patach is the one who opens his mouth and he doesn't know how to paskin, doesn't know what he's saying, and yet he's saying things and misguiding people and hurting them. And so he's a person that should be quiet. And yet he's patach, he opens his mouth up and he's hurting others. He's killing others. And that's those are the people that Lo Sirtzach is hinted to. And by the way, the Gra says this on all of them about different pronunciations, what it's being Ramis to. Very, very fascinating. So I just want to say one more thing about the Kamats, the man who is withholding and not sharing with others. First of all, there's a famous vart from the Binali Itim, which is a Hasidish vart, but it says, in Lamadata Torah Harbe, if you learned a lot of Torah, Al Taksik Tovel Atzmacha, the simple translation is, don't be haughty, don't think that you're so great. But he said, the Binali Itim says, Al Taksik Tovel Atzmacha means if you learned a lot of Torah, don't don't hold it in. You have to share it with others. The purpose of life is to share it with others, to care for others. The greatest thing that we could do is to take care of other people and share the Torah. And that's what the Yerbun Shalom wants. He wants us to share with other people. And if you love someone, you care about them, you, we love Hashem, we, and we we love his Torah. Then you want to share it with other people. We, we, just like we talk about what's important to us, or what's precious to us, our, our family, our relatives, etc. So a father and a mother is always looking to show other people and talk about their children's merits and how great they are because they love them. So so too, if someone who loves Torah is always wanting to study more and can't get enough of it and wants to share it with other people. That's what Avas Hashem is, to share. And so that's what Hashem is looking for. And the Kamatz, the person that is, the Kamsa, the person who is stingy about sharing Torah, is not fulfilling his purpose in life. Our purpose is to share with other people. And of course, it's not murder as far as how we talk about killing someone, but it's it's a spiritual murder because he's withholding the greatness that he could be sharing with other people. We should be Zoha to take these lessons and to be Makabal the Torah and to uh, learn to love the Torah and connect with the Torah and share the Torah with everyone. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at parshathemes.com.